Welcome, witches. You've just entered the woodlands and rolling mountains of the northern Ozarks. Our cottage is nestled near the top of a misty hillside, not far from a hidden cave and a stony creek. Look around. You'll find both deer and dwarves, fairies, crystals, spiraling hawks, merfolk, riverfolk, and otters at play. Come on inside and enjoy a visit with me, Hester Makepeace, the Cottage Witch. Today is Monday, April 26, 2021, and tomorrow is April 27. That means in between and the wee hours of the morning, it's a full moon. So get your moon water ready tonight and set it out. You're going to get some super big, powerful energy because according to NASA, this one's going to be particularly special. It's a super pink moon. It's really going to look more orange than pink. I'll tell you why it's called pink in a minute, but right now it appears to be very full tonight and you want to see it when it's rising on the eastern horizon around 8.45, 9 o'clock in whatever time zone you're in. That's when the moon should be rising full in the east and it's going to look particularly large. It's within 90% or more of its closest proximity to Earth. That's what makes it a super moon. It's a pink moon because this is the time that the creeping flocks, also called moss pink, some pink flowers, and a lot of pink flowers actually, but those in particular are blooming on the East Coast. It's also called the fish moon and the egg moon and the sprouting grass moon, all of which are related to events happening in Easter. And we raise chickens here at the Make Peace Cottage. And I want to say we have eggs everywhere. Those hens are laying. So super full moon tonight. And it's in Scorpio. So the moon in Scorpio creates the need to really dig into your feelings as deeply as possible. Most of us are going to desire really meaningful emotional exchanges in the next two days, now more than at any other time anyway. And it's it may not be easy for you and you may be forced to change a few things in order to get that meaningful satisfaction. Shallow relationships just do not satisfy you right now because they are not purified enough. So super full moon. Get your moon water ready, and I'll be back in just a moment to talk to you about a couple full moon rituals you might want to try. Welcome back. Let's talk about two of my favorite full moon practices, all of which are fairly simple. You should know I'm a practical witch. I've been married to Button, my husband, for 34 years. We've raised three daughters. Caroline would be 33 now. Charlotte is just about to turn 27. And Moss, my youngest, is 23. I know how hectic life can get, so when it comes to spell work, I often rely on what our medieval and Renaissance sisters called simples. Those recipes and workings that have only a few ingredients and not too many fancy steps, yet carry significant power. You may or may not have them in your book of shadows already, but they're worth repeating. For tonight's super pink moon, Let's consider making some moon water and drawing down the moon. Moon water is my favorite simple of all. It's so powerful, so easy, and it can be used in so many ways. I begin with a nice clean mason jar or two. I like the quart size myself. And I have chalkboard type stickers on them already, so I keep them labeled. Different moon phases get you different energy in your water. 
in about two episodes, I'm going to talk more about all eight moon phases and their energies. Anyway, in case I have more than one jar in the fridge at any given time, I know which one's a witch because I label them. They may hang around for a week or more, so I usually use some sort of purified water. I try to avoid distilled water because that's boiled, which isn't terrible, except that it takes away the good stuff, like the electrolytes, along with the bad stuff. I usually use filtered water, spring water, purified water. Any of those are great. You can use tap water, but three or maybe four days is the storage limit, even in the fridge. There's stuff in that water that you probably don't want to grow and then consume. Don't make your moon water jar a petri dish. That's all I'm saying. To begin, fill a mason jar or two with your purified water, screw the lid on tight, and set it outside tonight in the path of the super moon's bright beams for at least two hours. But you could get in as much as eight hours if you're careful, maybe nine. Some people believe there's a difference in its power level based on the time beneath the moonlight, but my jury's out. I do rise early, so I can easily accomplish a full charge. But if you don't, set your water out around 8.45 or 9 p.m. tonight, and then bring it in before you tuck into bed at around 11 or 12 or even 1 in the morning. In that same vein... If you have circumstances at your cottage that prevent you from leaving a jar or two of suspicious water outside your house at night, then set your jar up near a windowsill so that the light still shines in through that pane of glass, through the jar. It'll be fine. And even if your window doesn't face in the right direction, this moon especially is going to be very powerful, but any full moon is. So that ambient light that's hanging around in the universe will still get into your moon water. I guarantee it. You'll get a nice charge. It will still absorb all of that power. But remember to bring it in before the sun rises. You don't want any sunlight on your moon water. Unless you do. The sun and the moon are opposite energies, about as opposite as you can get. There are times, and I'm sure you've noticed it, when the sun and the moon are both up at the same time. This happens around the third quarter heading into the new moon, which happens at the end of this week, between April 29th and May 4th or so. You'll see the moon up during the day in the western sky. This promotes harmony when you can collect that water in a jar and then drink it or use it like you would use any other moon energy water. So what can you do with full moon water? This energy is all about blossoming, strong, positive power, bringing projects to fruition, the realization of plans and dreams, celebration, dancing in the light of the full moon, just total fulfillment. So where might you want that energy in your life? For me, I water my herbs and my flowers, my spring plants. I pour a cup of it in my ritual bath water. I make my own carbonated waters and put about two tablespoons or so in each liter. Use it in your beauty routine. Clean and charge your tools and crystals. Use it to clean your counters or clean your floors. You can add food-safe crystals and edible plants and herbs too to take advantage of additional correspondences. Kitchen witches are known to put some in their pasta sauce. They give a loving and nurturing food to their family. It's simple, but powerful. 
That's moon water. It's a potent base for all of your witchy requirements. Drawing down the moon is definitely a ritual, but truly a simple one. I begin by thinking about what I would like the moon to help me with. What type of energy am I wanting to draw down from her into me? And as I prepare, I sort of meditate on that. I usually wear something light colored, pale, white, yellow, and kind of flowy. And I prepare some sort of offering for the moon, perhaps something appropriate to her aspect this month. So tonight I might choose flowers or an egg or green grass. Really, any gift from the heart will be just fine. When I'm ready, I usually go outside, but you could do this in your living room or your bedroom in the light of the moon. I also love to do it in my swimming pool, in the center of my swimming pool in the summer months. It seems a perfect place. Wherever you are, you stand facing the moon and you greet her. Call her whatever deity name or call her the moon or call her goddess. You just greet her and you give her that offering. Tell her what you would like her help with and then stand as the chalice. With your feet planted barefoot if possible, stand tall and open your arms above your head as a cup ready to receive. Then clap your hands once above your head to clear the energy and focus your concentration and then open again to the chalice position. Feel the moonlight streaming into you. The chalice. Visualize yourself brimming over with pure white, pale, or orange light, pink light even today. Hold that light within the cup of your chalice and then slowly lower your arms, drawing the light down with them, letting it pool in your core and then spill over into your arms and fingers, your legs and your feet. Experience this as fully as possible. Then begin again. Do this whole ritual three times or as often as you like, including the clap in between to clear the energy. Once you feel totally filled, finish the ritual by demonstrating thanks and honoring the goddess. Say namaste to the moon. Draw her light down to your heart. Kiss your hands in her honor. You are now filled with divine light and divine energy, and you'll be able to carry this with you through the days and weeks of the coming month. Welcome back to the cottage. Did I mention that as a green witch, I struggle with technology? I somehow managed to lose the entire last half of this, my first episode. It's all about Beltane and upcoming areas and topics within the witch's cottage. Sorry, but I will have it re-recorded and published by Saturday morning for some Beltane suggestions and a bit of witchy history. For now, stay safe out there. The pandemic continues. Oh, also, a special thanks goes out to Lobo Loco for our music this week, Midsummer Meadow Party. If you enjoy these early episodes, consider leaving a kind review, a few stars, or tell a friend. Until Saturday then, May 1st, Merry Meet and Merry Part.